Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers, and welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name is Andrew Bascom. Welcome to the podcast where for 139 episodes, we've helped you lose money in about 30-ish minutes. On this episode, we'll be discussing our favorite ways to lose money on the NFL Week 3. And of course, a recap and a record check at the end of the show. We're going to bring on our three guests, our three normal guests. We're going to bring on the Pants Ready Prince, Charlie Chalk, and the Gambler to give out their picks for the week. The Pants Ready Prince will be giving out safe and spicy picks of the week. Charlie Chalk with his patented lock of the week. And the Gambler with his tease of the week. Lots of picks. Lots of picks. Lots of ways to lose money. Let's just be real. Lots of ways to lose money. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get on with the Pants Ready Prince for bet number one. Bet number one. And to kick off the NFL Week 3, we bring on Mr. Spicy himself, the Panzerati Prince. Panzerati Prince, how you doing? Uh, not so good, Andrew. Oh, why is that? Well, I mean, I think uh, if you look at what I've what I've uh, predicted this uh-huh. year so far has not gone my way. I think nothing's really going my way in terms of football, whatever, whether it's been betting, a fantasy, or my own personal emotional team. <laughs> Predicting pain, that's what you're predicting. Yeah, I mean, if you if you want to listen to what I say this week and do the exact opposite, you will come out 2-0. Right. I'm guaranteeing that. Well, there we go. The George Costanza, I think, is the absolute way to go with these kind yeah. of things. If everything I do is wrong, then the opposite is right. Uh, okay, well, then let's get into it. Where are we going or what should we not be doing? Where's your safe pick of the week going? I am going with the Cincinnati Bengals on the road <laughs> against the J-E-T-S Jets. At minus four and a half. Um, okay, guys, the Jets are not that good. The Jets no. are not that good. Let's no. pump the brakes. I know the Bengals are 0-2. I know the Jets beat Cleveland last week. They are not that good. Hmm. Let's just reel it back in here for yep. a second. Everything's going to be fine in Cincinnati. Listen to your quarterback. The Jets <laughs> are not that good. Four and a half is ridiculous. Uh, yeah. So this, to me, is a no-brainer. <laughs> I mean, coming from me, I, I know that's not much, but uh, the Jets are not that good. I'll say that oh, again. Oh, no. They're, they're really not that good. The fact that they won last game, that's, that is from the heavens that that happened. Like, that's unbelievable. It'll never be repeated again. Cincinnati should be closer to a touchdown, and it's only because the 0-2. And, yes, it's 0-2. The first week, I think, is the surprising one, maybe. You know, Dallas Cowboys, oh, that might have been tough. But with a backup, Cooper Rush, oh, my goodness. It's been an ugly start, losing twice outright. You know, as a touchdown favorite to start this year also for Cincinnati, the Super Bowl curse, you know, has hit them hard, right? But, like, while I've made money betting against them in the first two weeks, this is, I'm not just out yet. Cincinnati's loss to Dallas is an obvious, like, buy low spot now, and the Jets are an easy sell high spot after their insane comeback victory right now, uh, after uh, last week. Robert Sala is just 6-12 and against the spread as an underdog and 3-8 and against the spread as a one-score dog. This is this is an absolute buy low right now. The other, the biggest thing that I want to highlight too is that the Jets, Carl Lawson is not all the way back from his torn Achilles. And the biggest problem that Cincinnati has had with their offensive line is that they were facing TJ Watt in the first game and Micah Parsons in the second game. Like that's a really easy way to go, oh, their offensive line's not that good. And it's like, well, they're also facing maybe the two best, best pass rushers in the whole league. So I think it's going to be better. Four and a half feels like a good buy low spot. I would also jump on that now because it's only going to get worse from here. Yeah, I mean, you know, Cincinnati's clear, the offensive line clearly rebuilt this offseason, and, and everyone's thinking, okay, here we go. Uh, and now 
they're kind of trying to find themselves a little bit. Yeah. But, yeah. but I think this happens, especially with new position groups, when it's a larger position group coming together. Right. The first couple games, you're figuring yourselves out. We've realized now, as years go on, that not many people are playing in the preseason anymore, yes. really. Yes. Uh, so you're using weeks one, two, and three to kind of figure yourself out. I think the Bengals are going to be fine. This one seems easy, Andrew, but what's easy anymore? <laughs> well, it's honestly the safest pick of the week because I also, you know, last year for a large part of our safe picks, I always complained that our safe picks were the square picks. But this is a square pick, and I don't care. Square picks don't always lose, but the general public will be on this bet. It's kind of like, you know, KC, you know, a little bit like that. Minus six and a half people like, it's not a touchdown. And then everyone's going to jump on top of it. It's kind of like that with Cincinnati where it's like, wait, the Jets sucks. And Cincinnati was in the Super Bowl last year, four and a half. Oh, and they're going to rush out to get it. But honestly, the Jets are going to fall back and Cincinnati will not keep losing. So I just think there is some value in this four and a half right now. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, if that's your safe pick of the week, where are we going with your spicy pick of the week? The spicy pick of the week. All right. I'm going to go down to Sunday night football. Mm. We're going to go down to Denver, Colorado, and I'm going to take the Broncos at plus two against the San Francisco 49ers. Now, mm. I know everyone hates the Broncos right now because they're like, what the hell? We thought you guys were going to be good, and you look yeah. like absolute trash. Like, they, they have looked horrible or horrible. for what we thought they were going to be. Yes, yes. Um, But let's think about this here for a second. Russell Wilson has spent his entire career playing against the San Francisco 49ers. Russell Wilson, in the NFC West, against the San Francisco 49ers, mm -hmm. has mm -hmm. thrown for 36 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and had a quarterback rating of 100.2. Wow. He plays well against the 49ers. Now, I understand that this is a different coach. It's a different system. It's a different team. Mm -hmm. But there's something to be said in players who play well against certain teams. We see those patterns. Just like I said, with uh, off the offensive line in Cincinnati taking a couple of games yep. to figure itself out, it's the same thing when a quarterback goes to a new team. The exact same thing, especially mm -hmm. with Russell Wilson not playing in the preseason. Weeks one, two, three, these are going to be weeks he's going to feel out his team. I mean, look at Peyton Manning when he joined the Broncos in 2012. I think he started two and three was how the Broncos started. And everyone right. was like, what the hell is going to go on before they rattled off a bunch of wins? I think the wins are coming in Denver. Insert altitude excuse. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think I think the wins are coming. I think it just, you know, it's off the rails a bit right now. I know San Francisco looks like the San Fran of old with Jimmy G now under center. And I do like that. However, I think this is going to be a really close game. Mm -hmm. and the Broncos are going to squeak it out. I'm taking a plus two, baby. I love, I like this pick. This is like the opposite of your other pick because this is the swerve pick. I think the square pick on this side is San Francisco. You're like, ah, oh, San Francisco. I know San Francisco. Denver sucks. The coach is a, you know, an absolute idiot. I, <laughs> I love the swerve pick here with Denver. I think that's. I think going against the public, you don't need to convince me. Let's do that. I like, I, I like that. That is true spice right there. Here's a question for you. Is yeah. Nathaniel Hackett the mm -hmm. Nick Sirianni of this year? Where it's like, wow. you know, interesting. But you know, to, for him to be the Nick Sirianni, though, that means he needs to actually have a good year in the end. And I think he will. I think oh. he will. But I'm like, this is the kind of thing where it's a new coach. And in weeks one, two and three, you're like, well, who is this guy? What has he done? Yeah. Well, as, as, a person, 
Well, I, I, hey, I, I'm totally okay with that. As a person that talks into a microphone for a living, I think it's totally fine that we get to jump up and down on this poor guy when really, like, a lot of the issues that have, they've been having are not really, like, solely pinned on him. Yes, he's made some horrible decisions at the end of the game that have impacted wins and losses, but, like, in the first game, them fumbling twice within the five-yard line with both yeah. different running backs, that's not on him. You know, like, there's there's weird things where it's like, uh, they might start winning and people are like, oh, he's learning to coach again. And you're like, no, that's, a, okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They've been um, brutal inside the red zone. And if yeah. Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams can hold on to the ball, then we might be looking at a 2-0 Broncos team. Exactly. Well, that, that's exactly it. And so they're buying it at plus two at home, road dog, home dog. Oh, love it. Love that pick. All right. So for my spicy pick of the week, I'm also going to be taking an underdog, but they are a road dog. Man, I'm taking a lot of road dogs this week. I'm taking the Green Bay Packers plus one and a half against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, what can we say about this? Because what looks like a hell of a game on paper, health is going to put a serious damper on this game. And really, Tampa Bay is just ravaged by injuries. How about this? The Bucks have literally two <laughs> starters on offense that were not listed on the injury report, and one of them is 45 years old. So, <laughs> yikes, that is not too good. Uh, Mike Evans is suspended. Chris Godwin is a doubtful. Uh, Julio Jones and Russell Gage are playing hurt. So is Leonard Fournette. And, oh, the offensive line, you know, are missing almost everybody, and now they're backups as well. So, I just think there's a real offensive, especially because Green Bay's real strength going into this year was not going to be Aaron Rodgers, the two-time defending MVP. It was going to be their defense and how good that is and how much they've stocked up on this. And this is a really buy-right opportunity for Green Bay to be absolutely just going at uh, going at an offensive line that is completely ravaged right now. Also, when 2-0 and teams are favored by less than 4, they're 14-21 and against the spread, and Matt LaFleur is 9-3 and against the spread as an underdog too. So I really like Green Bay in this pick. I think it's good spice because obviously everyone likes Tom Brady, and Green Bay is not looking good. Green Bay is not looking good. I don't know. I think it's a good opportunity for them. Uh, did someone say betting against Tom Brady? Because I'm in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> don't need to convince you. Don't need to convince me. The Bucks could have been at full strength, and I would have been like, Green Bay's going to win this game. Uh, no, but I like it. I am yeah. I am benching Aaron Rodgers in this game. I don't mm. think he has a good game. Um, yeah. I think especially, I think it was last year, his game in Tampa Bay was a disaster. Uh, awful, awful. An absolute disaster. I think, you know, the Bucks defense is still elite. That being said, the Bucks offense is, uh, it's Leonard Fournette right now. It is. It, it's only Leonard Fournette. I mean, hilarious that we are looking at Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady, and the over-under is set at 42. Yeah, it's the third lowest uh, over-under of the week. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's it's brutal. And, I, you know, I will say I'm ignoring a lot of stats with Brady and Rodgers, which Brady has absolutely owned Rodgers, but I think there's a lot of a lot more in play than these two very <laughs> these two plus 40-year-old quarterbacks. Uh, I think there's I think it's mostly about the defenses, and I, I I totally understand why the over under is. I will say just in one additional bet on top of that is to say that the Bucks are still clear NFC favorites to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Right now they're a plus two sixty. The 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 Packers are a plus six hundred. If you believe that the the Packers can win this game and you're gonna be taking a money line bet, I would also be taking a futures bet because that number is gonna flip dramatically if that's what happens. I like that futures bet a lot. Yeah, I I, I just like, think. Yeah. If you put a gun to your head right now, you're like, who's the best NFC team? You're like, ah. I put my money on the Packers. I mean, I know they're not on paper, but I still would put my money on the Packers. I mean, that, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to bet, I'm not going to bet for Tom Brady. So I guess I'll bet the other best quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Well, there you go. There you go. So those are our safe and spicy picks of the week. Fans, ready, friends. I hope you have fun losing money. I hope everyone bets the opposite, but I hope you have fun losing money this weekend. Well, you know, I'm going to lose some money. Uh, we just, we all know. Anyways, you take it easy. Bet number two.
All right, coming up next, back with us to do his lock of the week is Charlie Chalk. Charlie Chalk, how you doing? Andrew, I'm doing fine. I hope I can help your listeners out with this one. <laughs> it is a lock of the week. Oh, there we go. Oh, God, I hope you brought your key because we got to unlock this, baby. Here we go, lock of the week. Charlie, lay it on us. What's your lock of the week? It is the L.A. Rams against oh, the Arizona and it is going to be the Rams. It's not huge mm-hmm. chalk, but it, mm-hmm. I think it's the right one. There's not any talk about this game. I don't get it. I'm looking around. I'm looking right. around. No one's talking about it. But these are two one-on-one teams, and um, it's a Western Conference game. Um, I, this is Super Bowl champions against a team that is not very good. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I take the Rams because, first of all, Arizona's 0-6 against the spread at home the last six yep. games. Yep. Um, beaten very badly by KC, and um, they shouldn't have won against the Raiders, and therefore their coach would be in trouble. Mm-hmm. But they managed to pull through. <laughs> they um, are banged up injuries with um, Hopkins still out, and Connor's got the bad ankle, which yep. won't help them. So Arizona nope. will not show up. On the other side, L.A. lost to the best team in football. Thank you, yep. Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And uh, they let Atlanta back in the game to make this score look good. Yeah. But they dominated all over they they are now using robinson and cup and i think this is going to help um stafford an awful lot and this game should not be close no i agree with you i agree with you and you know how i agree with you because that is also my pick of the week how about that my lock of the week no the la rams wow wow Okay. I know, right? Uh-oh. LA Rams minus three and a half at Arizona is mine too. What, what, Arizona pl- played like trash. Seven of eight quarters or seven of nine quarters, I guess, or whatever like that of the season uh, until Murray pulled like multiple rabbits out of his hat and stole a win. So like, like the cards are still struggling like mightily on the line, on defense as expected. It feels like it's Kyler Murray and that's about it right now. And that's just a rough way to try and be betting your money on here. Here we go. Here's some stats for you. Arizona ranks second to last in defensive DOA. Defensive DOVOA, and they're second to last. Not good. And an offense that has failed to do much without uh, Hopkins in the lineup. You know, here, here's the only really big stat, too. Because like you were saying, they're both in the NFC West. Uh, is that McVeigh has just absolutely owned Cliff Kingsbury. Just absolutely dominated him. McVeigh is 5-1-1 one, one against the spread and 6-1 and one straight up against Cliff Kingsbury in his career. And those six wins were by an average, an average of 14.2 points per game. Good God, this is only 3.5, and, and they have averaged beating them by 14.2 points. Let's go with the Rams all day, minus 3.5. You've convinced me, Andrew. It is the luck. <laughs> Well, there we go. So we're both on the same page for the lock of the week. LA Rams minus three and a half. God help us. All right, Charlie, is there any other bets that you're leaning on right now? Well, leaning, and this gets into some of your other buddies. Maybe a spicy pick here. I don't, mm. but I really do. And I'm going against Tom Brady, and I like Green Bay. I'll take the points. And wow. Tampa's banged up. The yeah. numbers on Brady are terrible. And uh, maybe he is finally showing his age, but I do like Green Bay. Wow. Okay. Charlie, Charlie, you and I both spicy boys because that was my spicy pick of the week that I just gave out a couple of minutes ago. I don't know where you picked up spicy, but anyway, I I do feel like that one that it, it, that is a lock, but we can't Uh do that. that And then one of the quick one would have been Baltimore over new England. And you can give Mm -hmm. me all the stats you want and how great new England is, but that's all Brady days. And when Belichick didn't ran the team, Baltimore minus three. They are pissed off. They shouldn't have lost a little week before. Harbaugh will have them running. And uh, I think Baltimore minus three is another excellent pick. 
Well, you know what's so funny? That is that is the game right now that is receiving the most amount of money. Uh, huh? it, early, 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 everyone pounded Baltimore. And then all of a sudden, the numbers started swinging by, and New England started getting money. So much so that the minus three didn't move at all, which is crazy. They stayed on three the whole time. But now, as of recording, you're getting Baltimore plus 100 at minus three. Wow. So I think there's something to be said for that because people early on really liked Baltimore as well. So I think that's a really popular bet, too. There you go, then. Those are my three. Um, hey, hey. I- I, I think we're all on the same page on this. Sounds we good. We are. Uh, oh, no. So it's going to be either a great week or a horrible week, but we'll go down together there. By the way, also, I like the Baltimore-New uh, England over 43 and a half. This is the only chance I get to say that. So I like the over as well. But you and I, we're tied together on this one. Two spicy boys. Charlie Chalk, thank you so much for coming on, and we hope you have fun losing money. We're going to have a great week, Andrew. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I love that attitude. Time to read some ads. Now word from our sponsor and an app I use all the time. BetStamp. Here at Losing Money, we always talk about the importance of line shopping. Literally, we use BetStamp to find the lines that we are going to be betting on. Uh, You know, if we're like sitting here going, you know, Cincinnati is a popular bet today. So if I was like Cincinnati at the Jets, okay, so what what line am I going to be looking at? Oh, and you see five, five and a half or minus 120 at four and a half? No, 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 no. I want to take the minus 100 for Cincinnati minus four and a half. It's your money. Why would you waste money? Why not find the best odds at winning money i'm not gonna win money but at least it's like a dream i have one day that i could possibly win money and the bet stamp app helps you do that also through the app i can just click on the book and be sent right there to be placing the wager have a bet that you want to move off of or try and acquire a pick of for a number that you missed out on you can buy and sell picks with full transparency plus they don't take a cut it's completely free and safe also we post all of our picks at losing money wab on twitter on instagram every day but if you want to track how we're doing, <clears throat> we're losing. Or other bettors that make public picks, you could track their bets and their record through the app as well. Download the BetStamp app today and use the promo code Andrew B. Bet number three. And to wrap up our week three picks, we have the one, the only, the tease of the week himself, the gambler. How you doing? Yeah, I'm a little bit frustrated, if I'm going to be honest, Andrew. I, uh, I'm upset with myself. Oh, why's that? For, for yeah. taking uh, Kirk Cousins in a primetime spot. I should have known better. Mm. And uh, yep. yeah, I mean, you know, the Pittsburgh game, it was great. And then that that Vikings-Eagles uh, game. I mean, from the get-go, right? You just, you're like, oh, it's it's uh, mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins primetime. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Mm, okay. yep. Yeah, I know. It's funny enough, it actually, one of the teams is going to come up here, but it makes you think more about Detroit because, you know, Philly barely beats Detroit in week one. Everyone's like, oh, maybe Philly's not that good. And then they just house Minnesota, who people believe is going to be good. And then you're kind of looking back and going, oh, wait, is Detroit okay? Oh, I guess we're going to find out. Yeah, I mean, I, I looked at that game because, you know, that game's got up-down theory written all over it. And, uh, you know, I mean, Detroit, depending on what sports book you're looking I'm, I mean, the time of taping, I've seen Lions plus six. I've seen Lions plus seven. Uh, you know, you start to put Lions in a tease, you're getting Lions by double digits. And and anytime you're giving me double digits, uh, it's going to be a hard thing for me to say no to. But you got to imagine, you know, there's the SOL component. Uh, the Lions almost yep. blew it against the Commanders. And you have to yes. think that the Vikings are going to be uh, ready to go. Uh, you know, at home, division I, rivalry. So I, I, I looked long and hard at that one. And I'm, it's, for me, it's a pass right now. But, I mean, mm, again, I, I think mm, the Lions are a prime mm. tease play this week. <laughs> Well, you're you're gonna you're gonna hear about that game when I get going. But obviously, we have the gambler on to do the tease of the week. He's one and one on the year. Gambler, let's get into it. What is your tease of the week this week? 
So the, the, the first one I'm going to throw out there is uh, Niners, which at time of taping, laying one and a half as they travel to, I mean, the broken, broken Broncos. And the first <laughs> thing I want to say about this game is line movement, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the Niners opened as a road dog getting one and a half and we've seen a three-point shift which is which is massive right yeah. a three-point swing is huge, massive huge. Yeah. Uh, i yeah. expect the line to continue to shift so i would strongly suggest to pick up the niners now if if you feel good about that and for me i think the niners are a safe bet you know what you're getting with jimmy g you're going to get a veteran qb with with pretty consistent uh quarterback play you, you got to think Kittle might be back or as close to being back. Go look at the Niners' defense stats. They're, they're top two against the run, against the pass. Wilson looks broken. Yeah. Hackett looks incompetent. Mm-hmm. You know, you're hearing about uh, uh, Shirtain, Judy, both questionable. Yeah. To me, yeah. I think the, uh, the, the, the Niners, first of all, the Niners getting, point would have been an, uh, getting points would have been an autoplay. Now with them laying points, mm-hmm. if you tease them, depending on how much you want to tease them by, you're going to get um, uh, points. So, yeah, I mean, I like the Niners. I'm going to do a full six-point tease just to get them to the four, four-and-a-half mark. So uh, give me the Niners, um, you know, with this full six points, this uh, plus four-and-a-half. Plus four and a half. Yeah, you really can't argue. Denver looks broken. Uh, Nathaniel can't hack it. Is you know not a great coach right now. And just and the worst part is, I think I can relate in a certain a certain sense where you just he he's, he's he's his own enemy. He's just got his own mind in front of him, and he's just standing there blankly and going, "Now what do I do?" And you're like, "I think we've all been there. I think we've had moments of our life." The problem is, I haven't been in front of seventy thousand people who are screaming down the play clock because they realize you can't make a decision. It's truly one of the most remarkable things that at home, the fans are deriding the coach so much that they're like, four, three, please, God, snap the ball. Like, that's a crazy thing. So I don't blame you going against Denver right now. I just think it's a level of incompetence you don't don't often see in the NFL. Um, And what what blows my mind is, how is his staff, like, how does he not have somebody in his ear just for clock management, you know, screaming for timeouts, really? uh, you know, obviously you've got your, your coordinators to, to, to help you with plays if you need to, but yeah, you yeah, should yeah. have a clock management guy that all he does is scream at you for taking timeouts or whatnot. The compromise would be put get a 14 year old that's played Madden their whole life next to you and they'll know exactly what to do like that's the part that just blows my mind a kid that's played Madden you'd be like time out and he'd be like no and you're like okay cool okay let's go for it like th- the fact that he is an old man that doesn't figure this out is just blowing my mind old man I'm getting closer to their age but still nonetheless a, a kid that's played video games on Madden knows how to do this Hackett's got to figure out there's got to be someone on that coaching staff on that 20 person coaching staff that knows what to do it so San Francisco six points all the way going to four and a half in Denver so if that's your first game where are you going with your next game so the the next game I'm looking at is the Rams on their first road game of the season laying four points at time of taping against the Cardinals and I I mean, Mm. let's let's state the obvious. The Cardinals are not a team that has impressed. I mean, they looked abysmal in week one. They they pulled a rabbit out of their hat in week two, went to overtime and and I think ended up winning off of a a turnover. So, yeah, fumble. Yeah, this is not the same Arizona team that dazzled in the first half of last season. 
That mm-hmm. being said, the Rams are perhaps even more underwhelming uh, through two games compared to the Cardinals. I mean, Ooh, interesting. I, I just think Stafford doesn't look right. He's not throwing right. That O-line is not going to get any better. Stafford is going to get more and more pressure. I think he's going to get hit even more. And I don't see how the Rams feel good about themselves off of that Falcons loss. Loss. I mean, right. you get your right. doors right. blown off in week one by the Bills, which, okay, you know, fine. Mm-hmm. Everybody seems like they're going to get their doors blown off by the Bills. But then to turn that around in week two, where you go up to a huge lead only to almost completely squander it at the end of the game (laughs) against what is perceived to be one of the worst teams in the league at home. Right. To me, that's not exactly like a a feel good victory. So I just look Mm -hmm. at the Rams Mm -hmm. on the road uh, with, with a shaky offense we're going to tease Arizona up against six points. And and really it's Arizona that is making me go for the full six points. I think with San Fran, you could have easily gotten sure, away sure, with a sure. five, even four and a half point just to get San Fran by like a field goal. But with this right. six points, you get Arizona plus 10. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like, obviously people have heard my thoughts earlier in the episode and I'm taking the LA Rams, but like, I can't really blame you. This was my thinking that, Oh, I will say kind of burned me last week, but was a little bit of like Tennessee. I'm like, I'm giving them 16 points. If this doesn't work out, then they're going to be crossed off the list for the rest of the year. And honestly, I don't blame anybody that's saying I'm giving them 10 points. I'm giving Arizona 10 points. If they can't do 10 points, then I don't know what to tell you. I think we might be getting to that territory if it doesn't work out for them uh, this week. So if you're doing that, is that going to be a two-game teaser you're doing this week? So we'll do the two-game uh, at minus 120, but because of how pissed off I am, mainly at Kirk Cousins, <laughs> I, I have yeah. to throw out... Good. Uh, fuck that guy. <laughs> Gamble yeah. angry. <laughs> um, I got to throw out a bonus uh, pick. Okay. So for, for the people that want to take the tease into positive odds, so it's now going to be uh, with this pick... Three games, six points, plus 150. Um, I'm looking at the Bengals and the Jets. And I'm, yeah, I'm not yeah, going to yeah. razzle and dazzle with stats. I, I looked at this one from a high level, and I just thought to myself, are, are Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals going to fall to right. 0-3 on the season against Joe Flacco and the New York Jets? Mm-hmm. And for me, the simple answer right. is, fuck no. No, God, no. So yeah. I, I, I can't blame you. I can't blame you. Obviously that I've talked about this one as well earlier. I just, I, this just blows my mind. Like Cincinnati, we were under, like we, we were all, I think everyone on this podcast was a little bit like, eh, I don't know if they're going to be that good again this year to drop to zero and three. The week one upset was expected, right? We talked about Tomlin as yeah. a dog yeah. against division rivals. You know, we talked about what happened last year against the bills. That one, we, I think we even said sprinkle the money line. So nobody, I think, was shocked that the Bengals lost week one. The week two loss, I think, was truly shocking, right? The 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 the, the runners up to the Super Bowl to drop to 0-2, I, I don't think anybody saw that coming. I really can't envision them dropping to 0-3, even if, right, they're not the team they were last year. Maybe they don't have that that yep, that yeah, yeah. uh that magic. But magic? I, yeah, I just yeah. don't see it. And I mean, you know. The Jets squeaked by last year, or sorry, last last week, right? They got those two really yep. touchdowns. That was Cleveland oh, just giving, away, giving the game away, right? There's no fucking way yeah. that Flacco is going to pull that off again two weeks in a row. And I just, again, 
Joe Burrow versus Joe Flacco. You know, I take Burrow in the mm-hmm. duel of the Flaccos mm-hmm. 10 out of 10 times. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> at time of taping, right, Cincinnati laying five. So with the T's, you're going to get Cincinnati mm-hmm. by a point. And, you know, I, I just, again, I, I don't see them losing for a third consecutive week. Give me the Bengals plus one, and that takes us to plus 150 on the T's. Well, there you go. So a, a, a patented gambler adding a third game into a three-game tease there. Obviously, you and I are aligned. We've been aligned almost every week now a little bit on a couple of these bets, and Cincinnati is definitely one of them that we're going to be on the same page for. Okay, nice and easy. Mine is going to be a three-game tease as well. Uh, well, you know, three-game tease as well. Four points for me, plus 175, and I'm going to get right back to there. Kirk Cousins, your favorite boy. I'm going to take the Minnesota-Detroit over. I'm going to be teasing it four points down to get the over for 49 and a half. The, you know, we know Minnesota's got a good offense. Like, that's not really the issue. They're putting up points. That's totally fine. But Detroit, oh my God, they've been putting up points like crazy. And Minnesota's defense right now is 30th in DVOA. Well... Okay, that's totally fine. And <laughs> Detroit's defense sucks. So why not be going? You're getting just under 50, which is a key number. So let's go over 49 and a half by two. I, I was just shocked to see a stat that the Lions, <laughs> through two weeks, have scored the most points in the NFL. I, I, I couldn't uh. <laughs> believe it when I heard that. I had to go and check it. And I mean, I guess welcome to football, right? Like the goddamn Detroit Lions leading the league in points scored. Uh, honestly, yeah, Jared Goff has now been two revolutionary offenses. Uh, so that's incredible. So I think I'm doing under over just the 50. Let's do it. Should be a fun game because there's lots of points scored. Maybe not the best football in the world. So that's where I'm going to be going. Over 49 and a half. The second game is, this is the squarest bet anyone can make. I don't care. I'm going to be taking the Kansas City Chiefs minus two and a half because we're teasing it down from the six and a half that we see it currently. The, like the Colts are ranked 31st in offensive DVOA. I don't even think this is about the Chiefs scoring points, which they will, and we know they will, because that Colts defense that's supposed to be pretty good isn't good, but their offense, oh my God, is dreadful right now. And I think the big surprise is, and why people believe Kansas City can make a real run this year, is not because their quarterback, he's the best in the world, no one's arguing that, it's their defense is playing so well right now. And can I remind you too, the 31st offensive DVOA ranking, that Indy has were racked up against Jacksonville and Houston. Wow. So minus two and a half under the field goal. Let's take it all day. Casey minus two and a half. And speaking of that trend, let's go with my third game. I'm going to take Philadelphia teasing it down to minus two and a half as well. Just like Casey against Washington, Washington is, is absolutely smoking mirrors right now. Do you know that Carson Wentz has the most passing yards in the NFL right now? Do you know that he has the second most passing touchdowns in the NFL right now? Do you know that he hasn't earned both of those numbers? It's only because he's coming back from big scores all the time and he's just absolutely racking up crap time, you know, statistics right now. Washington didn't even achieve a single first down with the Detroit Lions against the, against the Detroit Lions until they were down 22 to nothing. Not a single first down. So I'm just going to say, if Philadelphia, this is honestly very similar to your Arizona bet in just the opposite way. It's like, hey, we think Philly's pretty good. Well, you should beat Washington by more than two and a half points. And that's where I'm going to be going. Just under the field goal, Philly minus two and a half against Washington. Yeah, I mean, it, it is shocking to hear those stats <laughs> about Wentz. But I mean, you know, my God, that, that commander's offense under him looks atrocious. Uh, it's just, it's not, a, it's not a great team. It's just not a good team. And so Philadelphia is supposed to be good. Let's be betting them minus two and a half. So there we go. And that's obviously going to be a plus 175 for that 4.3 game teaser. Gambler, thank you so much for your tease of the week. We hope you have fun losing money this weekend. And we'll talk to you next week. I look forward to it. Recap. Okay. Once again, ooh, a lot of picks. Here we go. Here's the picks we made this episode. 
I have Cincinnati Bengals minus four and a half at the Jets. I have the Green Bay Packers plus one and a half at Tampa Bay. And I have the LA Rams minus three and a half at Arizona. Man, I am taking a lot of a lot of road favorites. Yikes. My 4.3 game tease at plus 175 is Detroit at Minnesota over 49.5, KC minus 2.5, and, and Philadelphia minus 2.5. The Pants Ready Prince, for his safe pick of the week, is also on Cincinnati minus 4.5. Uh oh, that's a, that's a kiss of death for me. And he has the Denver Broncos plus 2 as his spicy pick of the week. Charlie Chalk, he has the Rams over the Cardinals as his lock of the week, minus 3.5, also one of my picks. Uh oh. And he likes Green Bay, plus 1.5. Uh oh, I see. Oh, there's a real thing here. And he has Baltimore minus three over New England. The gambler, for his tease of the week, has the Niners plus four and a half and Arizona plus 10 at a minus 120. And he's adding a third game to make it plus 150 with Cincinnati plus one. Okay, three of us like Cincinnati, so everyone take the Jets. Just on cue. Record check. Yeah, I came into this segment... uh, yeah, I came into this segment really confident, really cocky last time. All hot and heavy, because I knew I had a winning week on my hands. This week, not so much. Not, not, not so much. I went 1-2-1. One, and one. You know, not the biggest disaster in the world. Still up money on the season, which is great. Uh, the biggest ones that screwed me? Well, I don't know. Pick and choose which ones you like. I think the fact that I had the Cleveland Browns, minus 6, which was totally covering up until the Jets won in the most miraculous fashion of all time. You know, whatever. Couldn't happen to a worse organization, and that's karma, I guess, for me betting on them. The Pittsburgh Steelers was a push, and then the only other one was the loss on the tees, and that was just because Tennessee (laughs) were so bad that all the starters for both teams came out in the third quarter. So that's how bad it was. I had them plus 16. 16 they couldn't cover because I had already won with Carolina plus 8 and San Francisco minus 2.5. So a little bit of a rough week. Very much could have been a winning week if uh, some miraculous things didn't happen. The gambler, he lost with his tees of the week because Minnesota had their pants pulled down on Monday Night Football by Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. The Pants Right Prince continues his winless streak. He's 0-4 in the season because he went 0-2. And, and actually kind of a hilarious 0-2. The Pittsburgh Steelers plus 2.5. Ooh, lost by 0.5. And the Baltimore Ravens minus 3.5 in another miraculous comeback. And then last, Charlie Jock went 1-1. He lost on the Rams because of Atlanta's amazing backdoor cover, but he won with the San Francisco 49ers. So there you go. So kind of a mixed bag, a little bit better than week one, amazingly so. But let's go over to at Losing Money WAB. That's our field of daily picks on Twitter, on Instagram, where we went 3-4, and four, which is a minus one unit. That is a totally okay thing. Lots of action out there. Minus one units is something we will take every time. As long as it's not minus five or six, we are going to be doing just fine. That being said, I cannot wait to lose money on the NFL week three. Please subscribe to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom wherever you enjoy podcasts. And please give a subscribe and a like to at Losing Money WAB on either Twitter or Instagram, wherever you decide to waste your time. Also, download the BetStamp app and tell them Losing Money with Andrew Bascom sent you so you can help support the podcast using the code Andrew B. Just all one word, Andrew B, just like that. As in the titular Andrew B in Losing Money with Andrew B. We'll be back on Friday next week to lose money. On the NFL, week four, have fun losing money. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!